Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. Today is all about diving deeper into who and what you truly are and to receive that new name. And so there's going to be two parts to today's message and ceremony. One is really an explanation of how the scripture in Revelation 2.17 is leading us to understand what this ceremony is about. Because it's important to have some understanding to engage our intellect to a certain degree so we understand how significant today is and how significant today can be for you for this upcoming year. And then the second part is a meditation, a guided meditation, a little bit longer than the usual five to seven minutes, just to give you a little bit of time. So you should not feel rushed to write anything on this stone yet. And as I said, similar to the... Um, the burning bowl ceremony, if you already came with a name, I encourage you to drop that name and just be completely in the moment. You will know when it's the right time. So let's begin with a simple definition of what the Whitestone ceremony is about. If we had to put it in one sentence, it is a setting of an intention for the year-based on our inner knowing and willingness to show up as the divine. As simple as that. Setting an intention, but based on our inner knowing, based on knowing who and what we truly are. And we're using Revelation 2.17 to help us in that process. And there's several steps that are actually described here that are connected to some relevant scriptures in the Gospels and some even in the Hebrew scriptures that give us some ideas why we want to even do this and how we're going to do this. So, for example, and by the way, you have this in your sermon notes. So this first part... The first sentence, let every, anyone who has an ear listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches, is all about faith. And the reason why it is about faith is for several reasons. One is the word listen. Whoever has an ear should listen. There is a passage in Matthew, let anyone with ears listen, that connects to John's revelation here. But there is even another passage later in Matthew, and I tell you, you are Peter, on this rock I will build my church. So you have the church part, and you have the listen part that's reflected here. Peter, in Greek, means rock. Peter also is the apostle that connects 
to unities, one of unities, 12 power, powers, which is? Faith, thank you, Elaine. There's my trusted wife. She has notes, by the way, just in case you all fail, right? She knows what to say, so we don't look too bad. So Peter represents faith. Peter, it means rock in Greek. Peter is the rock upon, upon Jesus says he will build his church. The church obviously not being a church building, but the church representing our spiritual church, our spiritual building. That's how we build up. And we must have the foundation of faith in order to build anything. And you see this in Scripture all over again, even in Genesis chapter 1, when it comes to the firmament that's built, that goes all the way into the heavens, that connects the earth to the heavens, that can only be done when it's based on faith. So in this very passage, very early passage in Revelation 2.17, it tells us we must carefully listen and then build faith enough for what is to come. The other thing that's really important to know, I think, is Peter was not his original name. When he was first called, remember he was the first disciple called by Jesus. He had a different name. Do you remember which name? Simon. Simon. Very good. Elaine didn't have to work hard. <laughs> Very good. Simon. The meaning of the name Simon is to listen deeply. To listen beyond the noise of our five senses. So we have Peter Faith, his original name Simon, that is giving us a hint and connecting this first passage where John is telling us that before we even move forward with this ceremony, we first must build upon the faith we have and upon the faith that we can muster as much as we can today. Then, the second sentence starts to everyone who conquers. And this is significant because there is a challenge that we have to overcome today. And that challenge is a very common challenge that we have to overcome so often in our lives every single day. And it's the challenge that we often believe that this limited life that we live is actual reality. That there's nothing beyond our age, our figure, what we have accomplished, that that's just it. That's the challenge. That's the world telling us who and what we are. The world telling us the limitations, giving us feedback. You're not good enough. You're not lovable. Remember those things, right? Have you heard those programmings before? Turn on the TV and all you hear is, this is not good, and that is not good, and you're not right, and do some crossfitting over here and do some dieting over there to be better, right? This is what we need to conquer. And in Scripture, we use John 16, verse 33, 
where at the very end, Jesus says, I have conquered the world. And that is before his crucifixion. And he's telling his disciples that he has conquered the world not by wars or anything that has anything to do with the physical, but he has conquered the world by finally understanding that the physical world is a reality, yes, but not the only reality. And so in this passage to everyone who conquers, it's referring to that. We're not conquering each other, which is what we often are out to do. Whenever we are in disagreement and we think, I am right and you are wrong, that's the worldly conquering. But that's a very limited conquering. This conquering is an overcoming of the limitations that we believe we have in our lives. And we can only overcome our limitations if we have faith in our divinity in that infinite potential that is available to us. So only then I will give some of the hidden mana. Only then. The hidden mana. Now, many of you who has, have been in Christian or Jewish Sunday school or Friday school will remember that manna is that heavenly bread that was given by God to the Israelites as they were wandering around in the desert for 40 years. You may also remember the metaphysical interpretation of this entire process. First of all, the Israelites are us. We are the Israelites, metaphysically speaking. We are the ones who are seeking the promised land. We're the ones who were wandering around in the desert for 40 years, 40 meaning however long it takes. It's not a fixed number. It's a symbol for however long it takes for us to reach the promised land. But the Israelites were scared. They were scared to run out of food. And God then gave the Israelites, under certain conditions, manna, which is that heavenly bread. And so you have all this passage where it refers to, and I'll let you read this on your own, but it's that highlighted there in the middle, but it is my father, and father meaning father, mother, God, divine, and so forth, who gives you the true bread from heaven. Another indicator that we must seek today not the bread of the physical. Today is not about buying another car, or getting the bigger house, or getting a better job. Today is about much more than that. Today is about realizing that true abundance is understanding that beyond all the little things that we have to do, pay our bills, do the right thing, you know, follow the rules and all that stuff, there is a much deeper truth to follow and that deeper truth is fed by the heavenly bread. And the heavenly bread can never run out. That's what true abundance means. It's so confused, so often confused, 
abundance because we make it about money all the time. Most of us end up having discussions about, well, I'm in true abundance if I can pay all my bills. That's such a worldly limitation, which is why we need to conquer the world in order to really understand what kind of hidden mana we're actually being given. Hidden also because our senses are distracting us. They're distracting us with all the bells and whistles that we get to, get to do, right? We get to be in this beautiful sanctuary. We get to drive our uh, fine cars. We get to live in a comfortable home. But those are the bells and whistles, whereas there's a much deeper truth that's there that needs to be fed. Some of you may have already experienced that, that regardless of how many possessions you have in your life, if there is something that is missing for you, nothing will ever fill it. Nothing, no money will ever be able to buy that which needs to be filled. That is the heavenly bread. And besides the hidden mana, which represents abundance, true abundance, I will give you a white stone. And the white stone, there's lots that you can learn about white stone. It actually goes on forever. White stones are very, very important representations and symbols, especially about two, 3,000 years ago. You know, they represent innocence, privilege, initiation, a good omen. But most commonly, scholars agree that in this passage, John may have most likely referred to the Jewish high priest's breastplate. And the Jewish high priest's breastplates had 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of the Israelites. But the white stone is not among them. The white stone is a hidden stone a secret stone. The white stone represents God itself. Because God can never be defined by anyone and by anything. But anything that works for you, the Ten Commandments, for example, were, some scholars believe, written or chiseled in on a white stone. It has that quality of innocence. So the white stone that you have today is any of those representations. It can represent God, Jesus Christ, a teaching you follow. It can represent innocence, initiation, a good omen. Whatever it is, you pick and choose as what you see fit. And then you will write your new name on this white stone. I like to imagine to be Moses chiseling in the first few letters of the Ten Commandments as I write my new name on it. And then on the white stone is written a new name. And the new name is for those who conquer. Again, that's why I invited you if you already brought your new name, maybe set it aside. Maybe there's something else for you to come. 
meditation is a good way and vehicle to do this. And that's why we use a longer meditation to help us with that. And so a new name for all who come, conquer, a new name written from Christ consciousness. For those of you familiar with unity teachings, understand what that means. If you're not familiar, it's just simply a new name written from your higher self. Dive into your higher self, let go of all the worldly limitations, and then start writing your new name. And then a new name representing God, the Father, Mother, Principle, and Christ. So it can also represent the higher self, represent God, whatever it is. So I will guide you through this meditation and give you some examples. There is no rush. And like I said, even if you go home without having a new name written on it, it's not a failure. It's more important to understand what kind of new name you will be given and what it takes to open yourself up to this new name. And then we have this last little bit that no one knows except the one who receives it. This new name is personal and private. There's no obligation for you to share it. You may share it if you wish, but it's really personal to you. Personal in a sense that no one is here to judge you what kind of name you have been given. It's not about coming up with the greatest new New Year's resolution that you can think of because it's popular. It's about what is true for you. It's sacred. It's a covenant with yourself. And only those who receive a name receive a white stone, which really means because you have already received the white stone, you will receive a new name. It may not be today or right now, maybe a little later on, but the fact you already have a white stone, you set yourself up to receive that new name. So then we can simply summarize before we start our meditation what the white stone ceremony is about. It's to build upon faith by listening deeply. And that's really important. We cannot build faith without stopping the chatter and all the reasons we have to be right and wrong, be right and make other people wrong. It needs to go much deeper to conquer and overcome the world another indicator to go much deeper, to recognize the spiritual substance always available to us, which is the hidden mana, to receive with a pure, innocent heart, allowing our hearts to open so that we can purely receive, and finally, our sacred intention for the year. Whenever I did this ceremony, I was very surprised at what name I was given. And it looks like it was given outside of myself, but I know from the teachings that we represent in unity that I was essentially the one who gave myself the name, my higher self. But it was always a surprise. I always came in, even today, I come in myself having some idea what that name will be, and most likely it will be something completely different. 
And it might take a few weeks, a few months, sometimes the entire year to understand why I am giving myself this name. So trust that whatever it is, whatever resonates the most with you, that that is your new name. So then, I'll be reading as our transition into meditation, this verse together now with a little bit deeper understanding. Let anyone who has an ear to listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To everyone who conquers, I will give some of the hidden mana, and I will give a white stone. And on the white stone is written a new name that no one knows except the one who receives it. So let us begin by first relaxing. We allow ourselves to dig deep today. our body and mind to help us move into this meditation. We relax, relax our physical self. We relax our mind and heart. To open up more of the divine. Together we enter this sacred time. This sacred time given to us by these few words by Paul in Revelation 2.17. It is good news, often misunderstood. The words are written in code, not for everyone to understand. And yet with just a little bit of listening more deeply, will hear the wisdom. First, we begin with this promise of building the rock upon which we build our church. The promise of building faith.
promises also a listening more deeply so that we will write our new name. And right now, some of you may already know the new name and may feel comfortable and confident to write. But others may not, and that is okay. Paul's writings also suggest patience. And as a same Paul, I actually mean John, and that is okay. It's a gift, a gift that we can give ourselves. So as we deepen our meditation, we deepen our listening, we conquer in the world that we have left behind. And as we conquer, we overcome all our limitations right here and right now. Regardless of what's going on in the world, and even in our households. We turn within and just simply focus on our own self just for a while. And some of us may see the gift that we truly are. And others may struggle and that is okay. But we can simply trust and have faith in that we are a gift to this world. As we overcome, we're becoming this gift. can allow ourselves to open even further by extending an invitation to what is to be learned. We can ask simple questions, such as, what is the essence of who I want to be this year? What do I need to learn? Where do I need to grow? How do I want to live? Where do I want to give? Even though we may express it in worldly ways, we will understand the depth 
of our new name. A name could be anything, a word, just like honesty or truth. Sober, love, friend, joy, compassion. We could pick a new career, a new path, a new place. Spirit knows, always knows. Spirit communicates right now. And again, some of you may already have a word and are ready to write it down. And if so, feel free to do so. But if you don't, don't be discouraged. Don't feel rushed. And have patience. We're now entering a mode and period of silence. Just for a minute or two to allow ourselves to go deeper, listen more deeply, conquer more effectively, and receive what is to be received. And as the word becomes clear, your new name, you may write it down. And if you have already done so, then join us in a moment of gratitude. Together we give thanks for the many things that we are leaving behind in the last year. And we feel the gratitude for the year to come. Rest assured that all of our essences, all of our divinities will always be revealed 
Rest assured that all of our lives will always filled with, be filled with goodness. We're always part of this magnificent love. In many ways, we're always embraced. And for sure, we're always honored. Whenever we don't feel that way, we return to this moment moment of clarity and we allow the goodness to flow through and express through us at all times we're confident that there is no moment where this is not the truth there's always love there's always goodness just need to find it, reveal it, live it. So keep the stone with you. It is yours to keep. Keep it somewhere where you can connect. Some of you may place it on your desk in the office others in the car, in your pockets. Sometimes a simple touch of the stone may bring you back to this moment. And you might remember that you have conquered this world and received the hidden mana and the white stone and your new name. And again, if you don't have a name yet, do not despair. Allow this process to continue as you see fit. You will know. You will receive. So together we bless ourselves for this moment, this clarity, this time together in meditation. We give thanks to everyone who makes this possible so that we can set out into this year with confidence and clarity. It is in the name of Christ we often pray. And as we know that Christ is simply a symbol for us to express We can pray in our own name. We pray not only in name, but in essence. And we say thank you for all of us as we have come together. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.